I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Bickford, and another big bank has posted big profits. Kira to you, Jimmy. Yes, uh, as you may have heard in the news, Westpac's New Zealand operation, a billion-dollar full-year profit boosted by strong revenue growth and the sale of its life insurance business. Bank's net profit was up 12% to $1.05 billion for the year ended September. That was on the previous year. This boosted by $126 million gain on the sale of that insurance business. Nona Peltier has more details. The bank's chief executive, Catherine McGraw, says the bank is in a strong position to support customers. She says the bank's market share grew in the second half of the year across home and business lending. Its total lending rose 4% to $97 billion, of which two-thirds was for housing, while deposits rose 3%. Financial market volatility reduced the value of its KiwiSaver investments by 3% to $8.9 billion, but it gained 37,000 more investors from being reappointed a default provider. The benefit from bad debts that did not eventuate fell to $27 million from $84 million the year earlier. Ms. McGraw says New Zealand's economy is in better shape than most to cope with market volatility and a worsening outlook. And Westpac's Australian parent uh, made a full-year net profit up 4% to $5.7 billion Australian dollars. Well, transport software company E-Roads narrowed its revenue forecast as it continues to battle shortages and rising costs. In a market update, it says it signed up a new client in the United States and had another uh, big truck fleet operator renew its contract. Chief Executive Mike Mark Heiner says E-Road is now expanding after taking over another transport technology company, Cortex. He says its software is actually helping trucking firms cope with any economic downturn. You're right around uh, transportation being about with how the economy is performing, but we don't believe we're necessarily as susceptible to economic downturns than others. And the reason for that is our solution is about getting greater efficiency out of fleet. So for a very small uh, upfront cost, uh, and it's a rental solution that we provide to most of our customers, they actually take costs out of their business. So we've found that when the economy does sort of you know, get some headwinds there, uh, we sort of a popular product which, which takes costs out of our customers, so we don't necessarily get too impacted. What we are seeing, though, is in terms of buying cycles from our customers, they are a bit more prolonged than what we've seen historically. Part of that is driven by the fact that typically um, customers wait until their current contract expired now before sort of get into a new contract with us. Previously, uh, customers may have bought out uh, the previous provider and swapped over their solution earlier. So there's a little bit of headwind there, but we don't believe that uh, a downturn economy would have a significant impact on E-Road and our solution. And E-Road's narrowed its revenue forecast to a range of $154 million to $164 million for the fiscal year. And it's maintained its normalised pre-tax earnings guidance at between break-even and a $5 million loss. Airlines say demand is strong heading into the first summer of unrestricted international travel since the COVID pandemic hit the country. American Airlines and Air Asia X are the most recent carriers to return to New Zealand ahead of the summer season. Chinese airlines are still offering bare bones levels of service as the country pursues its zero COVID strategy, or the recent reports over the weekend suggest that may be under review. The Board of Airline Representatives, or Barnes, says it's great to see seasonal carriers come back, but warns that airlines are still getting back into gear with several short of aircraft, not to mention air crews. Its executive director, Cath O'Brien, says until that's resolved, tickets are likely to be at a premium. 
certainly would encourage uh, New Zealanders who want to travel to book early uh, and to plan their holidays early, um, and that will will give you the best ability to get to get um, cheaper prices. But look, like any market where supply is constrained and demand is high, we've got that inevitable consequence, you know, where where uh, prices are just that little bit higher. So it's certainly, you know, something that we as a country want to work on um, and get and get back those international carriers and get that connectivity that we once enjoyed so that travel can be cheaper uh, and more accessible for everybody. That's Kath O'Brien, Executive Director of Barnes. And staying in aviation, Air New Zealand last week unveiled some ambitious plans to start flying zero-emissions aircraft with the aim of flying its first commercial demonstrator flight in 2026. And one of its partners in those plans is Airbus, the world's biggest plane maker, and it's also planning to build its first zero-emissions commercial airliner over the next decade. Aviation produces around 2.5% of the world's carbon emissions, and the sector is looking to accelerate efforts to tackle climate change. Airbus's head of marketing, Stan Sparberg, says it's responding to customer expectations to pollute less. We're very you know, happy to say that we're planning to have an entry into service of the zero-emission aircraft by 2035. That's going to have a brand new plane that's going to have zero emissions. So that is starting from a clean sheet design. And of course what we're doing as well to our existing products is keep on improving on our existing platforms and making them better and more sustainable. And at the same time making sure that the passenger experience gets improved. That's the head of marketing for Airbus, Stan Schmaberg. Let's catch up on the start of uh, the week for financial markets and joined by Michael Grace of Jardin Securities. Kira, to you, Michael. Good afternoon, Giles. How are you? I'm well, thank you. More to the point, how's the uh, local share market? Well, uh, despite the strong uh, close to global markets on Friday, news over the weekend that China will stick to its zero COVID policy may put pressure on equity markets this week, Giles. Look, look out for that. However, locally, the NZX50 has started the week up 47 points or 0.4% to 11,278. Uh, of today's movers, E-Road is up 13 cents or 10% to $1.36 after providing updated four-year 23 earnings guidance. A2 Milk is up 12 cents or 2% to 6.02, and Kathmandu is up 2 cents or 1.9% to $1.08. On the other hand, Vista Group is down 3 cents or 1.9% to $1.55. ANZ is down $1 or 3.5% to 26.90, having gone 74 cents ex-div today. And Circo is down 8 cents or 2.9% to $2.68. What's it like in Australia? Shortly after the open, the ASX 200 is up 32 points or half a percent to 6,925. Resources are up across the board with Evolution Mining leading the way up 8% to $2.17. Gold Road is up 6.6% to $1.40 and Northern Star is up 4.5% to $9.15. Conversely, financials are weaker across the board, with Macquarie down 2% to $1.6, uh, sorry, $167, and Westpac is down 3% to $23.31. Uh, New Zealand dollar got a bit of a shot in the arm uh, when the US dollar took a bit of a tumble on Friday night, our time. What's it looking now? Has it held on to that strength? Yeah, indeed it did, uh, Giles. The Kiwi is now weaker against all our major trading partners, um, as you say, after the, after the weekend. Uh, and it's currently buying 58.87 US cents, 91.37 Australian cents, 51.91 British pence, 59.23 Euro cents, 
86.39 Japanese yen and 4.22 Chinese yuan. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. The 90-day bank bill is uh, unchanged at 4.2%. Brent crude is at 96.98 a barrel and gold is at 1,680 US dollars an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Michael Grace from Jardin Securities. Time just to tell you that if you're an existing ASB home loan customer, you may want to borrow up to $80,000, given conditions and terms, of course, at 1% to fund uh, improving your house, heating, insulation, possibly even buying an electric vehicle. It's a new loan scheme from them. We'll update all the numbers and the news around half past five and checkpoint. But for now, Jimmy, that's business. Kira.